This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, this is Dr. Kate, and this is our 52nd episode of the Form Function of Flow Lab podcast. So I have done one a week for an entire year. It's hard to believe. Um... I really hope to get more interviews scheduled for this coming year because we did quite a few of those at the beginning of last year and I thought they were great and they helped to hopefully expose people to different treatments they've never heard of, different aspects of women, women's health they've never heard of, to just keep you educated about your body and being more proactive in your health. And really, I think That is such a huge part of the puzzle of staying young longer. I have these t-shirts made up for the office that say our logo on the front and then on the back it says movement is medicine. And I think that is so incredibly true. If you don't move it, you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Our joints are lubricated by motion. So when you become sedentary, your joints die, you die earlier. Um, I try to tell all my patients that I tell them if at the very least, please get all the way down on the ground and then try to get all the way back up every single day, just to remind yourself that you can do it because you could go six months without doing that full range of movement motion. And then you lose that life skill because that helps you in, you know, being able to take care of yourself. It could be the difference from staying at home versus going into assisted living. Um, And there's a study out there that I learned in a rock tape seminar that they did a mortality study. And if you could sit down on the ground without touching the ground with your hands all the way down and then get all the way back up without touching with your hands or taking a knee, then that showed how long you would live um, or a factor in it. So I just thought it was interesting. I try to put that out to people, but um, that is all kind of wrapping back around to, we really need to stay preventative in our healthcare, in our movement, all of that kind of thing to be live our healthiest life. And I, just had a little question answering session with my brother-in-law. He is not in the health field, but he is getting his MBA and his class. Their question was, what are some struggles that doctors in rural areas face? So he asked me some questions on it. And, you know, there are certain things that are you know, specific to the rural area, sort of like where he and I and my husband grew up. Um, But we just got to talk, you know, it snowballs and you're talking about all different things. And I said, you know, 
One thing, and this isn't specific to rural areas, is that insurance and how they pay for things is conditioning people to only seek help when in their health care by waiting until something has gone wrong. And then it is so much harder to fix. It is so much harder to address when you wait till it's become a problem. Um, and that is exactly what happened to me with my hip issue. I had a terrible hip injury last January. So over like, you know, about a year and a half ago, I knew that the specific problem I was susceptible to, I used to do preventative exercises to specifically not have this happen. I got lazy. I got swept up in life. We all do. We all, you know, make excuses as to why we're not going to do the things we know we're supposed to. And I should know best out of anyone, but I let life get in the way. Injured myself was very out of commission from the things that I love to do and hurting at work. Um, And I was able to rehab that injury, but it took a long time. And now I'm more than a hundred percent, but I know that I cannot falter. I cannot quit my prehab exercises because it is something that I will have to do just to keep myself healthy. And I can think of it as a workout. I don't have to think of it as, oh, these stupid PT exercises I need to do. Um, But I am able to think that way just because I know the benefit of preventing injuries rather than than fixing them because I see the aftermath of the fixing part in my patients all the time. But I would love to shift the mindset of, of the general population um, to, to have that preventative nature. Um, I have done a few podcasts on an issue I'm having with my thyroid, and there is a lump on this left side. It looks very suspicious. Um, I hadn't been to a PCP in an embarrassingly long time. I'm very good about very regular yearly checks for the dermatologist because I've had issues, um, the gynecologist, religious about it, um, the dentist. I love to get my teeth clean. Um, but with a PCP, for some reason, I just didn't see a lot of great benefit. And that is terrible. I have patients that come in to me and they haven't seen any doctor in decades. And I advise them to, but it's hard to change people's mindsets on that. So anyways, I see the PCP. He actually misses the issue I've got now. But if I had waited again, for maybe a decade until I'm like colonoscopy age to go into the PCP. Who knows if this suspicious growth might have metastasized by then. I don't know. And it's so much easier to simply treat something like this right away by doing preventative stuff rather than letting it become a huge problem. So that's like the more medical end of things, you know, see, it's more expensive. It's more tough on you, on your family, on your body. And then from the biomechanical stuff, which I see in my office, like the hip 
issue that I've had so much easier to prevent it than to uh, treat an issue. And then, you know, I'll know that I love women's health and I am um, working on a pregnancy program to help people catch people before they have just, you know, made all the mistakes you want to avoid giving them a worse problem afterwards, making their postpartum so terrible and so hard to rehab from. So I just want to start educating people on stuff that they can do ahead of time, weaknesses they can look for in themselves that they can work on ahead of time and making our self more resilient, more um, durable and healthier in general. And I really feel that movement plays such a huge, huge role in that. And you can link it back to all the different podcasts I've done. Movement helps with obviously joint health, keeps things lubricated. It helps with the lymph system. I've done a podcast on that. And I actually just took a continuing ed course from Dr. Perry Nicholson. I would love to interview him. He is the founder of Stop Chasing Pain. I took his blood flow course. I've taken his vagus nerve course. But most recently, I've taken his lymph course. And stagnant lymph system is going to lead to inflammation. It just is. And we tend to have a stagnant lymph system in general, as a, like a population because of not moving very much because the lymph system gets moved around your body by movement. So we're connecting it back to staying moving and poor breathing because getting your diaphragm to move up and down nice and regularly helps to push the lymph system around. And then also... Um, there's other things you can do to move the lymph system around, but movement is a big one and being stagnant or being stressed and not breathing properly are two big things that we tend to suffer with as a society. And it really gives us that stagnant lymph system. So kind of like connecting the dots, but we aren't moving and we're not breathing well, and we're chronically stressed, and our lymph system is like a scudgy pond instead of a nice, crystal, clear, beautiful, well-moving lake or stream, you are going to have inflammation. And inflammation is the root of so much disease and issues like that. So, um, you know, we have so many... And I don't know if they're just getting better at diagnosing it or if it, it, people are just not well, not um, as healthy. But I see a ton of people in my office that have some type of autoimmune disease. And once you have one autoimmune disease, you are um, susceptible to other autoimmune diseases. So as you're connecting those dots, you've got inflammation being a greater factor in society today. And then you have this surge of autoimmune issues, hormone regulatory issues, um, increase in cancer and all sorts of things. And um, so in my own 
uh, health journey here. I, uh, it's like the, I had already planned on taking the lymph, um, course with Dr. Nicholson and I've taken other lymph courses in the past, but it was perfect timing because I had already signed up for or planned on taking it before I had this thyroid issue and possibly cancerous thing happening. So peeling back how I want to stay healthy and be preventative, just like I try to do with my musculoskeletal health. I also want to practice what I preach and increase my, you know, good lymph flow, try to decrease processed inflammatory foods from my diet, really take out sugar from the diet. Um, sugar is also super inflammatory and, um, I just know that myself personally, whenever I cut sugar out from my diet, I feel fantastic. My hands feel like great. And that would be my weak spot, especially because of what I do. I do so much hands-on work with patients. Um, when I eat a lot of sugar or and that kind of thing, like I was on vacation and I ate sugar and hadn't eaten sugar in a very long time. And my hands, even though I wasn't working, started to ache and feel very tight in the morning. So I can notice a change that quick in how I respond to having sugar. And I eat natural sugar, like in fruit or that kind of thing. But I'm talking sugars in processed stuff, sugar as in the form of candy, sugar in the form of like fruity coffees, sugar in that type of form. I really had cut out um, all of those things for the better. So once you take that out, you're feeling good. You kind of don't even notice that you're feeling good because it just happens. And then you add it back in and you're like, oh, yeah, that was bothering me quite a bit. So this is that is one of the other things that I'm going to definitely really take seriously from now on. So sometimes you just need that kick in the butt to be like, I need to take my health much more seriously because prevention in all the realms is going to be so much more effective than trying to put out the fire after they're already blazing. So this coming up this year, I hope to, as I said, interview some more people, do lots of women's health stuff, but lots of movement stuff as well. Both of those are very close to my heart. And all the weird little things that you could think of when it comes to optimizing your health. Um, and if you have any suggestions or questions on stuff that you want to hear about, talk about, feel free to let me know. And I look forward to another new year of all things women's health, movement, and more. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know. So I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.